sitting on the sidewalk and boom I ain't got nothing better to do Mr. S sings a song or two Now that's amore Coming back at you, episode 41 of the Summer of Miles podcast. We are getting close to the big day, to the 2019 Sir Walter Myler episode 6 of that event. We're getting very excited. This next episode, the after after today, episode 42, we'll, be, we'll bring our friend Jeff Karen on here, talk about that women's field. Then next week we'll get into that men's field, possibly in a few iterations as we introduce kind of the people chasing that sub four and then the rest of the field. But before we get going any further, I would like to introduce my longtime co-host for 41 episodes as of today, Mr. Sandy Roberts. Sandy, how you doing today? Good, good, good to be here. Hey, listen, while we're at it, shout out to Jason and Melissa because quite frankly, they told me I say shout out a lot, so I want a special shout out to them <laughs> for shouting me out that I say shout out a lot, so shout out, guys. Hey, speaking of shouting out, do we have an update on Sandy Cargate? Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is a whole other episode, I think NPR, or uh, like should be some sort of serial series, <laughs> but my car found five days later, no joke. Actually, technically a week, uh, reported abandoned on a Thursday, five days after, found in the backyard, you know, a street that abuts my parent-in-law's house in Cary. <laughs> that is very strange. You, you, I mean, you cannot make this stuff up. My car, stolen from behind my house down near Seaboard Station, found in Cary, North Carolina, behind their house by my father-in-law. I mean... The police literally have some other theories about what I was doing, joyriding late in the evening, wrecked the car, but uh, there was some minor damage. I should be able to drive wow. it, but you can't. I mean, the whole story itself is truly unbelievable. I mean, you just think of there's like tens of thousands of like roads between where I live and my parent-in-laws, and the fact that that's where the car was found. Unreal. Someone's looking out for me. That's another episode. But yeah, thanks for asking. Thanks for folks who came up at the pop-up and you know offered. Well, no one offered their car, but they at least offered their sympathies. I'll, I appreciate that. Speaking of cars, Sandy, you and I will be hopping in the Subaru. There we go. And heading towards the land of Subarus, Boone, North Carolina, <laughs> North Carolina, this Thursday, heading to the Bear. If you're running this race Go or if you're going to spectate, let us know. We're, we're excited to get up there, get a run in, uh, catch a few adult beverages, uh, maybe a burrito or two. It may be a catch a run in the morning, but it's going to be a fun little trip for us. We love this race. Sandy was third last year. I uh, Last time I ran it was 1998, so I have no idea what is going on. But uh, we're excited to get out of town on a little summer miles road trip, per se. Tell you, if you're, if you're coming up, hit us up because we're going to have a fun after party. But, Pat, what's the uh, – do you feel prepared? As best I could, as we as we know or don't know, I've had some knee issues, but I ran over thirty miles last week Terrific. and had been climbing pretty well. The bear is a different kind of climb, For so sure. as a as a forty year old masters runner, um, I'm not as worried about the knee. I'm just hoping my back holds up more than anything. Yeah, but gravity <laughs> is not your friend as you're ascending Grandfather Mountain, uh, but at least you got bagpipes halfway through to cheer you on and. It's just a fun race. It's you're really. I mean, competition's really against yourself. Like to not walk. Yes, I'm looking forward to the vibe. If, if I've got to do a little power walk and I got to do it, we're excited to add our our friend power walker, power hiker extraordinaire Greg Little of Wicked Weed Brewing will be joining 
the Sir Walter team for that race. He, he is a mountain man of sorts. I know he runs around 41 minutes a lot on that course. So we're excited to have him on the team wearing the teal squirrel singlet. And I can't wait to adon. Is that the right word? Adon? Adon? Adon. Yeah, Adon. put it on. Mm-hmm. Going to put it on. So hopefully we should have a few a Team Squirrel uh, folks out there in the, in, the, in the uni as we ascend the mountain together. And again, the coolest part is top 20% of the finishers get a special mug. Kind of kind of, kind of like that idea. You might have seen it locally. <laughs> that being said, it's going to be awesome. So I'm excited to get up there. We'll see. I'm, I'm going to you know, try to lay it out there on the line, but hopefully we'll be coming back with mugs. That's all we're looking for. And our car. <laughs> and our car. Yeah, I, I feel safe up there. But, uh, but the, I mean, the weather, of course, you get the, the, what I remember last year distinctively was getting to the top of the mountain and it being like 40 degrees. I mean, of course, you're sweating, but as soon as you stop for like five minutes, I remember being freezing and like, I need to get down this mountain ASAP. Yeah, well, let's get up to get down. There we go. Speaking of, let's hop back in time for a second. I know many of you checked out the uh, podcast for the first time last week, listening to Tristan Van Ord's story about becoming an Olympic trials qualifier. Thanks to Allison Wade and the Fast Women email list for getting that out there. If you are listening, Allison, thank you. And anybody who's new here, we're going to take you on that ride towards the 2019 Sir Walter Myler right now. So we wanted to recap the Pop-Up Miles Championship uh, once again, we had our a Friday night event for the first time. We were over at the beautiful Meredith College again, the site of this or Walter Myler. And as you may or may not know, we have, of course, the open race and then the men's and women's championships where the winner got a slot in the 2019 Sir Walter Myler. And we had some fireworks, especially in the men's race. But totally. women's side, returning champion, local standout, just all around Raleigh Baller, Sammy George. Congrats to Sammy. Yep, did it again. Ran, ran from the gun. Just just looked great. She's had a really good season. Fun to see her kind of coming into her own. If you hadn't checked out her interview yet, go over to the Sir Walter Myler page or the popupmiles.com, and there are links to results and interviews with the winners. And uh, a few people on the, the men's side that did not win. Well, one person. But uh, on the men's side. Second place, pretty interesting, yeah. Sandy. Speaking of, hold on before we get into it, Sandy, you ran this race. It went pretty well. Yeah, can, can you tell tell me how you're feeling these days on your on the running? Yeah, four sixteen. Um, you know, it's 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 a s- slow and steady of the process, but I was pleased. But again, as if you were there, uh, there was two races. I was in the second one. We call it Part B of the race, um, which was fun. But then there was a Part A that went a lot faster and uh, had some pretty uh, cool storylines. So it was, it was obviously so much fun to be out there, uh, but man, this is this was a balling time. It was fast for our pop up championships. Four oh two, yeah. For the win, James Quaddlebaum, all the way up from Greenville by way of Clemson and High Point. I don't know the combination there. He went to both. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I think graduated from Clemson. Um, has I think that's was that a PR for him? It was, yeah. PR for him. So he came to play. Yeah, yeah shout out to him because he'll be back in August. But Pat, go ahead and kind of just give us the four one one on guy in third place. You know, I came with Entourage. Well, one guy in particular, but he had a little a, like a film crew with him to like. Not only, not second only, place. What's that? Second place. <laughs> yeah, Dolan. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, second place finisher, of course, was 
Dolan Owens, a he just graduated from high school, I believe from James Island, South Carolina, and he had his mind made up. He wanted to run fast. Again, if you want to hear his interview, head over to the popupmiles.com page and check him out. But he had won the New Balance Outdoor Nationals recently in 410, I believe, mm-hmm. on, on a kick. And this race, he wanted to be the fastest South Carolina boy of all time. So I believe he and James Quattlebaum kind of talked it out and went out hard. They went out in 59. Yes. Our friend Donnie Cowart right behind him. I, I don't think Donnie was expecting that. Um, but they were moving. So basically, they went out for first lap 59, went through the half in about two flat, Ooh. and ended up finishing. Quattlebaum outkicked Dolan at the finish. Uh, 402 to 403 and, and Dolan's time 40350 was the second fastest time in the nation this year for high schoolers and the fastest ever by a South Carolina boy. So congrats Dolan, great race. Yeah, totally. And he'll be I think you might have mentioned attending the University of North Carolina and Chapel Hill in the fall. So I know goheels.com. Yeah, UNC's latest hire for director, former Georgetown standout by way of Stanford University, Chris Milton Berlin, welcome him and his family to the Triangle. I know he was pleased to know that Dolan uh, ran fast. Could be a good recruit for them. So, anyhow, exciting race for them uh, just to watch that. And uh, it'll be fun to get James back in the mix. Try to get him under four. I mean, it, definitely. That's why we do this race, folks, is to get people under four. James is the perfect candidate. Hopefully, uh, you know, if he's that track has already been good to him, got him one PR. Let's see if we can't pull a call it, we're gonna call it a Charlie Marquardt and just get a huge, huge bump from Sir Walter. Yeah. Blast <laughs> the, it. the old six second bump. Yeah, that's what we're talking about for sure. Yeah. But he looked great. I think you know, as mentioned before, fastest pop up miles championship by far. I think the winner fastest winner before is maybe four seventeen. is usually a kick race. Um this was not the case this time. So congrats to everybody that ran it. Thanks for everybody for participating. It was a fun pop-up season. We had some great weather. Oh, but but now, where are we, Sandy? The the fun July of the, the Tour, Tour de France. De Walter. Yes, and the Tour de Walter. Back at it again with once a week little challenges for you. A lot of fun. I really enjoyed doing these. We're kind of doing it similar to last year where uh, there's, of course, going to be one per week. This past week we had one that was similar to a previous year, but let's get back to that first week. The Lassiter Falls Ghost 5K. This was really fun. For one of the reasons was, of course, some people know Lassiter Falls, some do not. If you are not aware of what Lassiter Falls is, Sandy, can you explain the area? Yeah, Lassiter Falls, it's at the Beltline. Basically, uh, it's on the Greenway right off the... Basically, where Lassiter... Uh, St. Mary's kind of dumps in at Outer Route Elementary School in St. David's, and then, again, the Lassiter Hill... Lassiter Mill Hill that will take you all the way up to um, Midtown, or we also known as North Hills. Back in there is some beautiful falls and some beautiful homes that overlook, and that is what Lassiter Mill. Obviously, it was a mill. It ground millstone, or it, it grounded some sort of oh, really? grains. I don't know. They have a cool waterfall. Totally. It's beautiful. And so, Pat, that's where you went to get things going. Am I correct? Yes. Yes. Have definitely been kind of setting these events based on bear training this year. Mm -hmm. So everybody that that ran this knows that first almost three quarters of a mile was just straight up before you kind of curled back into the North Hills neighborhoods. But a lot of fun. I want to give a shout out to the top three men and women on this course. Uh, On the women's side... 
Third place, our friend Alaire Welk in 2509. Second place, big time Sir Walter supporter Caroline Moakley in 2421. And in first place, mountain runner, ultra runner extraordinaire Shannon Johnstone, 2223. Shannon just getting after it, as always. On the men's side, our Guinness Book of World Records pajama half marathon record holder, Brendan Murray. Jordan High coach as well, oh, fellow okay. colleague with Rasheed Wallace over there. 1842, smoking. Roger Scholl, 1840. Not sure if he ran barefoot or not. And then Josh Dwight, 1723. I saw Josh out there that day. Just That's an incredible time on that course. Totally. That first mile is very, very slow. So he really was huffing and puffing. That's awesome. Uh, you know, Pat, we have a really cool logo that our man Bobby Peavy yes. uh, did for us. Can you explain? Do you have that quote access? Because I think that quote, like the direct one. I've looked for it. We're going to have to go back to the text messages to, I know, I know. to find it. It's something, if, if you guys want to look it up for us, it's something to the extent of fear is there, but embrace it. Like, don't don't back away from it. So we'll, we'll get back to you on that. Bobby really put some thought into this one. Really cool. But shout out Bobby PV. He did, the, of course, the Sir Walter Myler logo this year and did the 10-man elite stuff, which is really cool. And thankfully, he's connected to Sandy, so he's done some stuff for us. And one more mention, if you have been running these, we'll go ahead and cut you a break. If you've run the first week, great. If you haven't, we'll let you do both of them this week. But if you do all four, We'll hook you up with a Sir Walter running tour to Walter koozie at the Sir Walter Myler. Ooh. Might come in handy for the after party. Who knows? Okay. All right. Sorry. I wrote this quote, he just freaking kills, and I wanted to see if I could find it. We're, we're going to let Sandy keep researching, and I'm going to go ahead and talk about week two. We're back to one of our favorite places yeah, there we go. of the tour to Walter. Back over to Mid Pines. We are doing a you know, similar version to last year. Last year we did the barn run, which essentially started right where the gravel started, ran to Lake Wheeler and back. It was about two and a half miles. This year we're starting over at the corner of Mid Pines and Lake Wheeler. So catching the gravel that first first half of the run and then getting on the asphalt on Mid Pines and running all the way up to Tryon, a good rolling effort. Definitely something that'll make you tough. I would not advise running this in the hot part of the day because you were going to catch some sun. So go early, go late, go when it's raining. That's when I marked it off. But definitely get out there. The longest dirt road in Raleigh mm. is, is where this is coming in handy. And we've got our eyes on some other dirt roads that may or may not be inside of Raleigh for some future challenges, maybe in the maybe in the Tour de Walter, maybe later. So if you haven't done that yet, you're going to have to wrestle with uh, Brendan Murray. He's got the current lead. There you go, Brennan. Two mentions, one podcast. There you go. You earned it, big guy. Gosh, can't find it. We'll have to come back to that. Great quote. But uh, that being said, so again, in lieu of this Tour de France, we're in the Tour de Walter. It's kind of a great... France. Tour de France. That's right, Bob Key there. But this is our way to kind of stay in touch, keep you in the loop, keep you engaged, keep you running in the interim between the pop-up championship and, of course, our flagship event, the Sir Walter Myler, August 2nd, Friday, starting at 8 o'clock at Meredith College. So, you know, the deal's there. But, uh, hey, Pat, this is probably the perfect time to jump in and just talk all things Sir Walter Myler. Again, this is our sixth year. Uh, again, seven if you include the initial Sandman Mile and 
per usual, you know, this is what we gear up for. This is, we love everything we do, um, but again, this is how people know us by, and uh, we've definitely left a, or made a mark, and we continue to build on that each year. So per usual, we got some new stuff coming for you. Hey, this is a good time to keep in mind uh, for that night. Uh, we got, we're going to talk about things on all sides of that. But listen, make sure you go ahead and sign up if you want to be uh, on a run club relay 4x4. That's a, you know a lot of teams sign up. We're asking for fifty dollars. Uh, that's that will get you in uh, to go towards the KL Cancer Fund. And again this year, keep in mind that we are also doing the Croco Mile, which is a mile that will be in Crocs. Now, Pat, I, we we didn't bring that up at the pop up. I did a four hundred in a Croc Run sixty three. Yes, and, you can um, check that out in Jason Honeycutt's excellent photos over on our Facebook page. Yeah, and that was a challenge. Um, so running a fast mile in a pair of Crocs is going to be an interesting thing. Someone can do it, though, and I believe someone will. So make sure you sign up because uh, we definitely want that to be an awesome, fun, first-time world record for what that's for what that's worth. Shout out to the Holly Springs Run Club for, for signing up first. And also, speaking of things that night, very important spectator. We've kind of touched on this. This, of course, is on the Sir Walter Myler website. If you want to really get into it this year, do the pre-race VIP room over at Raleigh Brewing, get some pizza. Uh, if you want the special apparel that we will produce for the event, you want access to the track before everybody else, and then you want to sit over there by the finish line, go ahead and do this, $75. Shout out to our guy, James Wells, does it every year. He's already signed up, ready to roll. Love Come it. hang out with James. He's the man. Yes, totally. So that's probably one of our best things, again, just a way to get you close to the action, some exclusive gear. We would love to include you in that. Um, but, you know, along with that, uh, we also we have uh, corporate opportunities still that if you go to uh, SirWalterMyler.com, go ahead and hit uh, sponsor at the top of the page. He can kind of walk you through what we have available. Um, and let's talk about a few of those things. Uh, I'm not going to, if you're a company that wants to have some incredible value and, you know, be a part, feel free to look at our Walter, which is our premier gold and silver packages. You can see what, what that includes. But I do want to bring uh, some other things to talk about. Uh, let's go ahead and jump to uh, Thursday night, night before the race. We're going to be having our uh, elite uh, uh, Eat with the Pros dinner. We'll be at Junction West. Pat, uh, I've been at Junction West for at least one, if not more, yes. occasions. What's, I've been a few times myself. Yeah. What's your take on it? Very swanky. Ballers. Nice place. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. No offense to anywhere we've done it before. We've, we've had some cool events. Last year was awesome at Runology, but this year we're stepping it up. Um, we have a nice sponsor kicking in to help make this happen. So we're excited to bring, of course, the athletes and uh, you know anybody who wants to, to come join us. We will have, of course, some beer provided by our friends at Wicked Weed. We will have a wine sponsor, too. And we do have a new beer sponsor this year. Who is it, Pat? If you guys haven't noticed, if you know me, I've gotten into this non-alcoholic craft beer. I know it sounds strange, but there are a few really cool companies doing this stuff when you just don't really want a beer, but or you don't really want the, the feeling, but you want the taste of it. Athletic Brewing is coming this year. They are supplying us with some beer. We're excited to have them on board. If you haven't checked them out, go to athleticbrewing.com. Really tasty stuff without the alcohol. Uh, I think you can buy it at Total Wine as well, and they will have some stuff for us this year at the VIP area and, of course, surrounding the weekend. We had our friend Sarah Rapp, who works for RPD, check with an officer and ask, Hey, Mr. Officer, 
is drinking non-alcoholic beer in public legal? The answer, yes. Surprisingly, I thought that might not be the case. Interesting. But, so, not that we're advising that you roll around drinking non-alcoholic beer in public, but it is something that, uh, you know, we might slowly bring into the picture. I know in North Carolina, they have approved uh, beer and wine sales at sporting events. We're not quite that year yet. We're not quite at that place yet. It's for Walter Myler, but we're going to take a slow step towards that with legal things. There we go. So uh, feel free to get involved with that. Also, too, if you want to be, um, if you would, if you have a tent, we are going to have a thing called the Walter Way, and it's as you come down the hill into the track uh, arena, we will have an opportunity uh, for. Uh, a price value. It is a value, but it, it will cost. If you want to set up a tent to um, represent a company or business or whatever you do, we can uh, we can also uh, we can make that happen. So we'd love for you to uh, to reach out uh, with that. Oh, we're going to call it our Walter Way as you walk down. And uh, and then also too, uh, this is new this year. We're going to be having a big LED screen for the for multiple purposes that will be on the field so that all spectators can see. It's going to be big. It's going to have a volume projection, and uh, and one kind of the biggest thing is you'll be able to see a live timing of the race with immediate results to be flashed uh, above the crowd so everybody can see it. But we will have a video throughout the night, and it's a cool way for companies to get involved to get your uh, image or indoor indoor if there's a, you know video in front of a lot of people. So hit us up because uh, we'd love to talk to you about some creative ways to do that. So. Those are a couple things we got um, going on. Pat, we miss anything in terms of uh, just opportunities to be involved from a spectator point of view with that night? I think those are the main things. Of course, we've kind of run through them. Info will be on the website. Another thing is if you are a high school coach listening or a high school runner listening and you want to be a part of our Adopter Runner program where you will get to meet the runners at their shakeout on Thursday, ask them some questions, do the, do the Q&A thing with one of the athletes running, reach out to us, either summermiles at gmail.com, Running at gmail.com. We will get your team on that list and connect you with an athlete. Um, what else, Sandy? What are we forgetting here? Oh, Sandy, did you check out the latest episode? Episode, the latest issue of Raleigh Magazine. Oh, Raleigh Magazine. I uh, actually haven't seen it in person, although I did see the article uh, via a digital, via online. That is, and it was great. They did a little, a nice little piece. Pick up uh, what's on the front of it. Do you you know what's on the front of the magazine for this? This. I can't. I can't remember it's very colorful i know there's some pastels but it is free so pretty much everywhere in raleigh you see the raleigh magazine they did a little piece on us thanks lauren for meeting with sandy and i to let us tell the story of sir walter myler if you're listening to this podcast you're probably aware of it but if not go ahead and check it out it's free give it to your friend give it to somebody who's considering coming to the event this year we're gonna have a good time as usual totally and so and and just keep in mind we always need volunteers so uh, we're gonna have a volunteer form the next couple days up on the website sirwaltermyler.com yep just go there sign up and we'll be in touch about kind of next steps but we do need help that night so that would be of of huge assistance to what we're trying uh, to do and uh, hey Pat you know can we explain because I know this year is a little bit different in terms of the time well our event very much the same first Friday same timing of August and same lineup from our end, but it, where our event falls in kind of the national running, well, even you know, um, international um, calendar. Can you explain? Because I think this can give some context to how our fields will be announced and, and kind of where, just kind of that that uh, situation. Sure, it's going to be interesting this year for mm-hmm. sure. Be be ready. Keep your keep your hat on. Keep your seat down. 
USA's uh, USA Track and Field Championship are the week before our race. And, of course, a spot is on the line for the top three athletes in each individual event to make the world team. The worlds are not until October, but a lot of athletes will be ending their part of their season here, and some will not. So, that being said, we will probably have some changes in our field. We will announce them. Some people might make the team. They might not run. Some people might not do too well, and they might call their season. So we'll, of course, announce our fields, and then we will um, make changes as needed. But we will continue to roll the race out with bios and everything the same way we usually do, as best we can. But it's going to be a tight, action-packed last week. We'll go ahead and tell you that much. Of course, with Pan Ams going on the same week as ours, we will miss a few of our previous athletes. But I have seen the list so far. Sandy has as well. And there will be certainly some new faces this year, but a lot of people that have been here in the past. So if you're hoping to see somebody in particular, hopefully they will be coming. And if not, you will meet some new runners that we were excited to bring to Raleigh and show them how we do it here. Totally, totally, um, totally, Sandy. Didn't you get called out oh, for yeah, that it was, too? It was it was shout out and totally, totally. Yeah, Jason and, and Melissa, love you guys. Totally, thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. You're the best. Oh man, so exciting. Um, Pat, is there any other news um, that we got? We should keep in front of our our loyal fan base in terms of things <laughs> you're excited about. The back half of the episode. Well, I'm getting ready to get my hair haircut when we cancel this. Yeah, from. Cancel it? No. Is that the right word? When no. we end the episode? In the episode. But where are you going to get it done? Arrow haircuts. Which, what Official they... barber. Totally. Sir Walter Running and the Sir Walter Myler. Totally. Yeah, those, those guys have been keeping us fresh, you know, in the past, well, ever since they started. And um, if you're an athlete running. Yeah, you know. What... An elite athlete, not, not a run clubber, unfortunately. We still got to pay, as do I. Uh, they do offer free cuts the week of the race, and it's always fun. People actually go hit them up pretty pretty good. So I'll be going to see my friend Steve today, as I do all the time, which is why I look so fine. Thank you, Steve. There we go. <laughs> I know. All right, guys, I, if you have any predictions about uh, the bear, we'd love to hear them. And uh, if you plan to be there, come see us. But I want to, um, Pat, let's, let's just kind of end with this. What, you know, the bear is five miles. For yes. people, these times, if you don't know about the bear, the times you'll, you'll hear them and you'll be like, you're averaging 730 for five yeah, miles. And it's pathetic. like, that's, that's amazing. So, Pat, <laughs> go ahead and throw out a prediction for yourself and I'll do the same. Oh, God, I don't know. The last time I ran, I think I ran 45 minutes. And that was after my freshman year of college. I was 21 years ago. I don't remember what shape I was in, but I know the first three miles were good. The last two were bad. So I'd like to beat that for sure. Okay. Yeah. So beat 45. Yeah. Uh, I believe I was hovering right around 34 and some change. Um, I think to win, you got to be under 33 and 32s. So I'd love to be in 32s. That's what I'm going for. Do it. So we'll see. But regardless, we're going home with mugs. We're going to have a great time up in the mountains. Get out of this right. heat and humidity. God's been sweltering in Raleigh. But as you guys know, it'll be perfect on August 2nd. So you can better believe that. And... Uh, yeah, I think that's about all we got. Listen, we're gonna come back next episode. We're gonna start Jeff off. Karen. He's Jeff coming. Karen, and I'm and I'm committed. I, I've been over here a little quiet because I've been searching for this amazing <laughs> quote that that correlates with our cool logo for the Torre Walter. We're gonna have a dramatic reading. Oh, totally. Yeah, and it's gonna be you know in all like old English, so you won't understand half. But this quote will hit you, will, will hit you to the core. So prepare yourselves for the Sir Walter. And this was actually a quote he he gave right before he was hanged. And so it's just profound. So just go ahead and get ready for that. Cheerio. T- totally. Shout out. Right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
All right, guys, that's it. Episode 41, Summer of Miles. See you in Linville. Living in a little town with my pedigree and shards. I chopped down a weeping willow tree and built this park.